very different. Um, and we'll, we'll get the ratings after that. So we're going to start by showing you some of the areas where Bev has been involved in the church. Areas that you are not even aware of. Things that she has done. Here she is at the rally, the run, the walk, the, the ride. I mean, it's amazing just the things that she's done and been involved with. Next. Here, filling in. Sometimes a spot in the men's section. They're a little lean. <laughs> Boom. Bev. Right in there. Ropes course. I mean, it's all about the youth. Bev is willing to be on top of the tire and also in the tire, yes. Always willing to rise above and beyond. And, and there are so many roles to fill in the church. Sometimes people get sick. They go down at the last minute. Who's the one to fill right in? Right here, Bev. Keeping David in a, in a rope length, loves Chick-fil-A, Bev does, just always willing. And then we have some more s traditional moments that Bev has stepped in for. It's amazing. I mean, I, I don't know what she can't do, so it's just incredible. Um, we have a fun song that we'd like to sing at this time. It's with the Donald Daughters, which Kathy has dubbed this group. Um, it is very serious. But seriously, this song, this song just envelops everything that Bev is about. Um, because sometimes we just need to talk to somebody, and anyway, you'll, you'll see what we mean. Okay, hit it. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You want to be where you can see Our troubles are all the same You want to be where everybody knows your name You want to go where people know People are all the same you want to go where everybody knows your name. Climbing the walls when no one calls, you've lost at golf again. And the more you're down and out, the more you need a friend. When you long to hear a kind hello. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And she's always glad you came You want to be where you can see Our troubles are all the same You want to be where everybody knows your name You want to go where people know People are all the same you want to go where everybody knows your name. 
And I think Bev is the everybody that knows your name. Um, I've been in the office when random people call about things like having a funeral for people that she's never met before, and she's you know made them feel welcome and and understand that they're a part or somehow attracted and, and connected to this church, even though she may not know who they are. So it's, uh, that song is definitely appropriate. Um, I want you to know that I wasn't wearing this originally when I went downstairs this morning. Eileen came down and said, are you wearing that today? I had jeans on. She said, you know it's Bev's thing, right? I'm like, yes, I know it's Bev's thing. So I went up and changed. Um, I know. So give her, give her. Bev has had to work in some very hard conditions out there in the office. At one point, she was taking notes in the frost on the window right next to her desk. Um, so there was a lot of, a lot of heat issues um, there. I want you to know, too, that sometimes she had to go through dangerous, dangerous areas during VBS week to get to her office. That was through tunnels, climbing over things just to write down a hundred different food allergies and get all her work done as well that week. So that was amazing and thank you very much for doing that. Um, in, in addition, I don't know if you've ever seen Bev's desk. I, I tend to sit there and do bills and stuff and when she leaves that desk on Friday afternoon, it is impeccable. Like I swear she's counted the paper clips. And over the weekend people trash that thing like there's no tomorrow. I mean there's like, you know, left animals left there and stuff everywhere and kids coloring and things like that. She comes in on Monday morning and she stands outside. Do you remember that ad with the Indian and the litter and the tear that just comes? <laughs> she stands there and looks at the desk and just, where do I start? But boom, in through the door, gets it all straightened out and it's ready to go again. So at this time, we would like to bring Chris Colmer up who is going to do a little bit of reminiscing. Take us down memory road. Do you want to use this one? Chris. Can I have one that's standing? Oh, sure, you can have one that's standing. Now do you want this one? There you go. Yeah, just pull it down. There you go. Sure, we all feel how much Bev's presence in the office and on the phone is going to be missed. Jean Woodbury, affectionately known to us as Mama Jean, shared with me a few weeks ago. She said, Bev is always so helpful, so pleasant, so kind. Well, maybe for everyone else. <laughs> but not me. Caller ID was a terrible addition because whenever I call, I get, so what do you want? <laughs> a few months ago, Bev calls me about the retirement party that is planned. She says, Chris, this is being called a Bev Elbration. I said, so what's the problem? She said, well, there really isn't a problem, but I feel a little embarrassed about the wording. And, uh, and, and, and oh, um, also, would you, would you participate? And I said, <laughs> <laughs> of course, Bev. 
Your bell vibration will be observations from my perspectivation on some revelations outside of your Bethany occupation. She hung up. <laughs> Bev and I have been close friends up to this point <clears throat> for 35 years, and we've shared a lot together, and we've had a lot of fun together, most of which I can't talk about. Um, it's so hard to narrow down what I can tell you, but here are just a few priceless things about Bev. You may not know, so let's begin. Even at a very young age, Bev's, Bev's wonderful sense of humor was being formed. As Bev, Bev matured, <clears throat> her interest expanded, and music, for instance, about, oh, I don't know, 15 years ago, she tried the Bethany Choir. Bev started in the soprano section. That didn't work out. So she moved to the alto section. That didn't measure up either. Then finally she got the message. <laughs> so she moved on. Bev studied pyrotechnics, beginning with a huge bonfire <laughs> in her backyard that turned into an uncontrolled burn, <laughs> requiring a visit from the fire department. And speaking of burns, Bev also enjoys baking, especially, especially her favorite go-to cake for friends, which is called the Better Than S-E-X cake, which she feels that's okay because the recipe appears in the 2000 edition of Coventry Cooking, page 124. <laughs> and cake, cakes remind me of birthdays. And Bev has a biggie coming up. March 1st, write it down. Medicare begins, and she's already ordered some new jewelry. <laughs> It's a life alert. <laughs> Believe me when I tell you, Bev loves to surprise and shock people. One example is the birthday cards that she sends. You know how you might like to, to display the cards you received, you know, either on the bureau or on the fireplace mantle. Well, not the ones from Bev. It goes in a drawer so anyone under the age of 18 doesn't see it. <laughs> Back to Bev's interests, interior decorating. Here's the latest, which took her many nights of research and tasting to accomplish. A wall in her kitchen made of wine corks. <laughs> and she had some leftovers. Last but certainly not least is Bev's interest in golf. She loves it and has been part of the team champions for three years at Bethany's tournaments. Now you might notice some familiar faces from her team. Many years ago, Bev, Karen Hodgkinson, and myself started playing once a week.
We've had a fourth player join us over the years, but they either leave the state <clears throat> or they, they come up with some excuses why they can't play with us. However, Amy Simmons, Bob Simmons' daughter, uh, recently has putting up with us so far and completes our foursome. There are many reasons for our lack of those willing to play with us. <laughs> here's, out, here's Bev after her shot thinking, what's the ball doing in there? <laughs> so we all head to the woods to find it, <laughs> laughing hysterically all the way. We're not allowed to come out of the woods till we find the ball because Bev says, I paid a lot of money for those balls. <laughs> then there was Bev's famous geese shot. A whole tribe of geese were crossing the green. Without waiting, Bev tees up for a drive and whoosh, right into the family, and these are the survivors. <clears throat> now when we play, the Audubon Society sends out hidden scouts to watch Bev. And needless to say, we have a lot of fun, and it takes us an average of four hours to play nine holes. One time we were on the ninth hole, and could see the parking lot is empty except for our cars. We got closer and saw this. <laughs> Okay, finally, here are Bev and I with our main squeezes. My fella Jeff and Bev's fella Jim, who, by the way, is a wonderful, understanding man. And I, and I stress understanding because Bev has a hidden gem of a fella in her life. His name is Carlos, who she met at a hair salon while he did a routine waxing. That was his job at the time, and be sure and ask her about this. <laughs> Unfortunately, Carlos could not be here today. Yeah. Because he's serving a prison term. But he sent his most recent picture. <laughs> Such a head turner. <laughs> I think my time's up, but I just hope <clears throat> I just hope you now know a little more about this amazing lady. I love you, Bev, and I hope we're still friends after this. <laughs> That's going to be a hard act to follow. Um, luckily, I've got a moment here to get myself composed. And no, I don't want to know about Carlos. Um, good. So we had a, um, a former youth pastor here that I know pretty well, and he's a great guy, but uh, he holds a pretty special part, uh, place in uh, Bev's heart, and he sent a little video. Chris Pappenfuss, um, former youth pastor, sent a video today um, to honor Bev, and so we're going to show that. Hey, Bev, it's Chris Pappenfuss. I uh, hear that they're finally letting you retire. That's amazing. Uh, it's about time, though, honestly. I mean, I remember when you started, and um, that's back when all the messages came to the pastors via Carrier Pigeon and Pony Express smoke signals. 
I remember that all of our notes and minutes you had to carve into stone tablets. I remember how frustrated you were with Jerry Smith for leaving you that archaic chisel set and how you wanted to go out and buy a new one. But lots changed, but you have been such an incredible servant to Bethany Covenant, and uh, they have just been blessed to have you a part of that. I was blessed to have that opportunity to work with you for those years. Um, congratulations on your retirement. It's well earned. God bless. everybody this is all for Bev Just by the sea, wanna hope in the mailbox, find no mail for me. Wanna soak up life for a while and laid back style. No boss, no clocks, no stress, no dress code, no test, no phones, no problems. Hold my golf club in hand and two shots from the sand. Oh, I won't count them. No tears, no falls, no problems. So let's get back past with door codes. Oh, I forgot them. No tears, no falls, no problems. No test, no foe, no problem.
All right. Excellent. Thanks, you guys. That was great. So Bev is a very positive person. I'm sure you've all found that to be. She was the first one that reminded us that when the toilets overflowed in the bathroom, that we'd be getting new carpets in the narthex, right? <laughs> Always looking at the positive side of things. Um, we have a little skit that we're going to do right now. I just want to remind everybody that after this, there is going to be a meal downstairs. So for second service people, that's an early lunch. For first service persons, that's a late dinner. So just keep that in mind. Ready to go? Oh, pastors and Bev coming up now. A retirement carol, with apologies to Mr. Dickens. <laughs> Beth was retiring to begin with. There was no doubt whatever about that. She had planned the precise date well ahead of time, filed all the required documents, and duly marked the office calendar with a large red X, and a star, and several exclamation points. <laughs> The final date was immutable, unchangeable, final. Yet Bev smiled and sang her way through her work days as she always had, completing every task and answering every call, secure in the knowledge that soon her day would come to an end and there would no longer be computer issues or phones going down or copier malfunctions or pastors saying, and one more thing. All this you must remember, all that follows will not seem quite so timely and magical as it is. So once upon a time, of all the good days in the year, on the very eve of her retirement, Bev sat busy at her desk. She gazed about the familiar office and wondered silently to herself if she would miss all of this in days to come. Would she carry happy memories of her time here as she moved on to her next chapter? She closed her eyes and let her mind wander back over the years, when suddenly she heard the oddest sound. Church bells. Church bells ringing the hour of twelve. She got up from her desk and rushed into the narthex, wondering what was going on. For what she did not know was that it was a sign of what, or rather, whom was to come. The first of three spirits was waiting for her. She looked around and saw Bob Burquist standing in the door of the sanctuary. Hello, Bev. Pastor Bob. Hello. Can I help you with something? No, but maybe I can help you. You see, I am the spirit of pastors of the distant past. Are you here to haunt me? <laughs> No, I'm here for the leftover snacks from the women's Bible study. <laughs> but also because I was pastor here at Bethany when you first came to work here. I remember it like it was yesterday. Do you remember the training period on the computer system? Yes, I do. It certainly was trying and frustrating. Well, sure, but you got the hang of computers eventually. <laughs> It didn't actually take me that long to train you. 
And over the last 20 years, you've trained a lot of us. Has it been 15 staff members? Yes, and three lead pastors. And seven church chairs. You saw us all through the transition from a church council to a leadership team, through renovations and repairs and crises, and you did it all with a great amount of patience. Well, and a little bit of humor. Always that. Do you remember the lady who was known for her April Fool's jokes? Oh, yeah. She got her own custom bulletin. She and the people sitting on either side of her all got that special bulletin you printed that announced the flowers were in honor of her 65th birthday. Well, yeah, but she was only 50. <laughs> she served communion that day, wondering how many people thought she was really that old. That was really fun. Bev, you've done so much for all of us here at Bethany, and you did it with humor and warmth and grace. Thank you. The bells began to ring again, and startled, Bev looked away from Bob. When she looked back, he was gone. She was standing alone in the sanctuary doorway. She walked into the sanctuary, looking to and fro to see where he had gone. Bob, where are you? Well, of course, he was just a spirit, so he may have just vanished. But I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Joel. When did you get here? Just now, I just appeared. Are you not getting how this works yet? Oh, right. So what are you the spirit of? I'm the spirit of slightly more recent pastors. <laughs> ah, so what are we remembering now? Well, by the time I arrived, Bev, you had this place running smoothly, like a well-oiled clock. I did, didn't I? Yes, you did. Then I came along. <laughs> and you needed some training. Yes, but we, we had some fun, didn't we? Oh, sure. Like, remember, Bev, the time you put the itching powder in the tights of the Tumta costumes? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> or remember, Bev, when the Priuses would arrive on site, when the Manchester Choral Society would practice here? parking lot was full of Priuses, and most of them had those coexist bumper stickers on them. And Bev, you would go out in the parking lot at lunch and peel the coexist bumper stickers <laughs> off the Priuses. I didn't do that either. I think you started that rumor. Well, actually, you didn't peel the coexist bumper stickers off. You just put Trump stickers over them. <laughs> <laughs> Or how about another time, Bev, when you called down to Lamb's workshop to tell them to keep the kids in because the bear was on the property? Okay, I did that one, but only because it was true. But then you remember you'd give the bear a jar of Skippy and tell them to go down to the nut-free classroom. <laughs> Seriously, Bev, I can't tell you how much I appreciate all your hard work running the church smoothly. Uh, I've worked with a lot of admins, but there's none better than you, really. What would we have done without you? Well, you certainly kept me on my toes. Well, it's time. For what? The bells began to ring yet again, and Bev watched as Joel vanished. She chuckled a bit. 
This whole spirit thing was kind of fun. She could not imagine what that Scrooge fellow had been so upset about. <laughs> she sat in the front pew to wait for her third spirit. She did not have to wait long. Pastor Chris walked out of the sacristy and greeted her. Hi, Bev. Hey, Chris. Which one are you? I am the spirit of pastor's present. Naturally. Do you remember the first time that we met? Why, yes. It was when you were first here during your candidating process. I had heard so much about you from Diane, and I was so anxious to meet you, and I introduced myself as Chris, and you led with, I'm retiring March 1st, 2020. Don't try and talk me out of it. Yes, I'm sure that was quite an introduction. It was, yes, it was quite the introduction. I just wanted to make sure you knew that from the get-go. Of course, of course. March 1st, 2020. That was the day, and it is here now. Yes, it is. And now I would have the task of trying to find somebody to fill this position. And so I tried to write down everything that I saw you do over those years. So administrative assistant, receptionist, building manager, copier, computer, phone system technician, leadership coach, relationship coach, risk management expert, <laughs> conflict resolution guru, congregational care pastor, author, Chief Officer of Talking Pastors Down from the Ledge. <laughs> Knower of all things that happen in the church and mind reader. Wow, that's quite a lot. No wonder I'm ready to retire. So what are you going to do with all that free time now that you're not reading minds anymore? Well, I'll get to spend time with my kids and my grandkids. That will be wonderful. I'll do some traveling. Have you oh, heard I want to go to Scotland? Fun, I've heard. I'll have time to work on my golf game, which yes. apparently needs improvement. It needs work. <laughs> but mostly, I'll really enjoy not having to get up for work in the morning. And, and what is that date again? What's that date? March 1st, 2020. Got it. I think we're ready. I'm Are ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Open your eyes, then. Bev did open her eyes and found herself right back in her office. There she was at her own desk, in her own chair, with her own computer, and her own calendar showed that it was her last day of work. She smiled as she thought back over all the spirits had brought to mind so many lovely memories. She knew that in the coming days, as she traveled and golfed and slept in, Bethany Covenant Church would always be in her heart, just as she would always be in the hearts of her church family, who loved her and respected her and would miss her smiling face greeting them. She looked through the office window and she thought she saw the three <laughs> pastors... <laughs> Standing together in the narthex, she waved to them, and they waved back. God bless you, Bev. God bless you every day.
Kathy needs to transition from her role of playing Bev to now playing Kathy again. And she will be here representing LT and our church family. Bev, come on up. Now you have to get out of your throne chair <laughs> that we made specially for you. So this is just a yiddle card, just to say that we all love you, we'll miss you, you're not going anywhere. I'm not, no. No. No, not, just I'm checking, not. just checking. <laughs> no, I'm not. Just a little bit, and, but we will miss you, but we are your family, and we always love you. Thank you. for this incredible celebration. I certainly do not deserve this, that's for sure. Um, I'm, I'm really just humbled and appreciative beyond words um, to everybody who has done anything for today. This is, this is way over the top. And if you made something, if you oh coordinated this, it is just absolutely over the top and I'm overwhelmed. So thank you so much. I just want to say a couple of things. Um, when I got my first real job out of, out of high school, um, I was working for an insurance company in Worcester. And it was 1973. I was 18. Um, and all the pension and profit sharing documents that I had to sign stated that my retirement date would be March 1st, 2020. <laughs> so in 1973, you couldn't even imagine the year 1999 going into 2000. You didn't know what you were going to say, what you were going to call it, you know. Um, but it happened. 2000 happened. Um, and in a flash, here we are, 20 years even after that. Uh, and so for those of you who don't know my story, I'll give you the abbreviated version. When Jerry Smith retired in September of 2000, I was interested in the job, but she worked 40 hours, and I didn't want to work 40 hours. Uh, my son Matt was in the Army, and Megan was a junior in high school. And Stacy Elliott was also interested in the job, but she didn't want 40 hours either. So somehow it was decided that we would split the job, each working 20 hours. And that worked great um, until Stacy needed some more time off because they were in the uh, midst of uh, or starting the process of adopting their daughter Paige. So I suggested that I could do the job in 30 hours, and here I am. Um, so what started out as a little extra money job turned into a much needed job when my husband died suddenly in February of 2002. And I'm just eternally grateful for the church and their support during all that time. But here we are, 20 years later. I think I'm the oldest, or not the oldest, the longest Bethany employee ever. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think. Maybe. Point, yeah, maybe. Maybe way, 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 way back. Anyways, I would like to thank Pastor Bob for taking a chance on me 20 years ago. 
Um, I had been a stay-at-home mom for 20 years, and I had no idea what I was doing. But with Jerry's good training and plenty of mistakes, here I am. I've worked with a lot of people over the years, and I'm taking a chance on naming uh, them and hope I remember everyone. Bob Bergquist, Chris Papenfus, Darren Jagzinski, Rick Kopituck, Peter Hall, Courtney Crowder, Adam Butler, Kelly Tibbetts, Joel Krugel, Jeff Twig, Jesse Morello, Ron Deschanel, and Steve Hoffman. But now I work with the best team ever. Chris Eck, J.T. Shoup, Dane Anderson, David Wall, Kirsted Grandin, and David Fenton. Thank you for making it a joy to come to work every day. So thank you all for your love and support over the years. Um, I will truly miss working here. Um, but I will still be here on Sundays. I'm staying in the area. You can't get rid of me that easily. <laughs> it's by my honor and privilege to work, to serve you and to work with you over the years. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. and uh, we may not need this as a church anymore. We can open it as a comedy club <laughs> in the future. Like, that is a possibility for us in the future. So my first week here, um, the rest of the staff was all on vacation. And throughout that, one of the first things that Bev said to me, she said, there's this group of guys that meet at the Scoop on Thursday morning. You should go there this Thursday. And it's those little things you should call and check on this family today. Or I just saw this online. You need to, you know, a call over there would be good. Or this is the dynamic with this family. And those little things throughout the day made such a big difference in the work that we do here. And Bev didn't just do that for me. You know, Joel had mentioned that same thing to me today. The, um, there's an intangible I think that describes anybody that's really great at what they do. And they talk about this for business leaders or people in sports or I think people in churches or people in schools that if they have this intangible, not just that they're good at their job, but if they have this intangible, it like gets everything to kind of another place. And we probably hear about it most in sports. Um, but those who are great at things make everybody around them better at what they do. And that's what Bev did for me the first week that I was here. She made me better at what I did as a pastor. And, um, and it's not just me. It was Joel. It was Bob. It's been a whole congregation helping us do better at what God um, has called us to do. That's what the great ones do. The great ones also are always known by one name. And so here, when you say Bev, you never need to say Bev Doherty. It's always Bev. And so, Bev, you have done this role 
um, with just a greatness, and that has had an enormous influence on the life of this church. And so I'll close, I'll read from 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 12. And it says, Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you in the Lord, and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard in love because of their work. And that verse describes the work that you've done here so well. And so thank you on behalf of our church. Thank you. Well, the celebration is not done. We have food downstairs for you. We're not going to do a formal receiving line, and so you'll kind of need to find Bev in the course of eating. Would you like them to head down first after we pray? Okay, so allow Bev to leave first after we pray, and you can head down the stairs right out here um, in the lobby area, and there'll be food and tables downstairs and things to share. Is there anything else? Oh, yes. Okay. Up here or in the back? Okay, perfect. Okay. So we're going to pray and then we're going to mush. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we'll head down to, uh, and then we'll head down to the meal. So let's pray. Lord, we are grateful for a day like this of celebration and the celebration of wonderful work that has been done because you, Jesus, loved us and went to the cross and were risen from the dead. That's where we receive life, and that's why we have days like this. Lord, we pray for Bev that your Holy Spirit will watch her, give her strength, give her rest, and give her peace as she is done working here at Bethany Covenant Church. Uh, Lord, get, lead her in the days to come with great excitement. And um, when she travels, let that be a wonderful time. When she's with family, may you bless that time. Uh, Lord, we are grateful for a day like this as a church. Amen. Okay, now we're mushing. So we want, so Bev stand and everybody come in to this area.